0: Welcome in for another episode of the Penny Bloom podcast His I Colton Robertson and I am joined by Joseph George what is up homie
1: what up what up glad to be here
0: I'm glad you are here because today is the sweet 16 of this here Marvel character tournament it's been a fun one so far uh We've had the round of 64 that's available in two parts a couple weeks back. Round of 32 available in two parts as well. And we'll see how long this round of 16 takes us. The sweet 16 here. uh, It's going to be a fun one. Far and away the most difficult, which mm-hmm. might lend itself to be being one of the longer episodes. So
1: Less matchups, see. but very difficult matchups. Yeah. So yeah. it's... Yeah, this will be... Very difficult, that's for sure. Looking at these matchups, it's going to be very hard to see some of these characters go.
0: 100%. I want to the- lay it down for the people mm-hmm. again. If you are here for the first time, this isn't exactly the place to jump in. I'd suggest you go back to the round of 64 or even beyond that. Head to patreon.com slash Bloom, where all the planning and the seating is available, uh, where we had to limit it to 64 characters because we had more than that. Uh, And what we ultimately concluded was that we should do this based mostly upon on-screen appearance. Uh, Obviously, the comic book characters that have only been a a part of comic books are extremely fun. uh, But we have a a deeper connection to those that have appeared on screen. We've given them more viewings. We've had a deeper connection to them. We've seen them more. And therefore, it is uh, more often than not, we'll fall back on their on-screen appearances Uh, so just, that's a nice preface going into this because, uh, I know that some people will be like, well, that's the wrong choice here. Mm. It's like, maybe so, but we're doing it a different way. We're doing it a different way. So that's, that's, that's gotta be the preface here. So let's jump into this sweet 16. We're, uh, we're starting with a one seed versus a five seed. And this is a fun matchup. Because uh, you see them, you see people wanting them to pair up all the time on screen uh, in Spider Man versus Deadpool. Mm. And it's easy. uh, Mm -hmm. Because Spider Man's Spider Man. uh, And it's hard to beat the most iconic Marvel character in their their repertoire. He's he's far and away the most iconic. But we gotta give Deadpool his love here. Because Deadpool, I'll say modern era, Mm -hmm. 2015. to now Deadpool has had better movies than Spider-Man for my money I mean yeah I, I enjoy Homecoming and I enjoy Far From Home but Deadpool 1 and 2 are fucking hysterical and emotionally resonant
1: they're like, actually just good movies
0: they're good good movies yeah and you know, it's only when we start going further and further back that it's like, okay, well, it's obviously Spider-Man that is the the abject better character. Um,
1: but Ryan his history Reynolds, on man? screen
0: with with Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, and even even prior to that, and
1: hard to beat. Yeah, hard, hard to beat. Hard to beat Spidey, but I mean, Marvel—they do one thing right. They cast very well. Ryan Reynolds for Deadpool, it just fits. It's like- perfect. I can't think of another human like on earth that would really fit the Deadpool character more. It's like as Sony well,
0: I'll say it's a real fun possibility. Deadpool coming into the Marvel universe after the multiverse is open because I think it would be awesome in a Deadpool movie for him to run into Deadpool variants that are played by other actors that just aren't, Aren't as good in the role, so it's like it's like what the fuck is this even like? What are we even doing? Uh, you know, like I think I think that would be a really fun possibility.
1: Yeah, but I'm I'm trying to think of another like actor, but it really is like how Robert Downey Jr. fits Iron Man, and how like they even the character spills into the real life, whether it's the character that inspired the real life or the real life that inspired the character. Like, it it feels like Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool is the same way. Like, it's how he lives his life. It's the, brand, it's that, the yeah. brand of comedy it's that brand. you
0: really present. That it's like, that is just so obviously Ryan Reynolds' bread and butter in terms of the comedy he's he's presenting mm. before you this. I, and, I mean, because you've seen it in all his roles. He is literally always this way comedic, comedically. Uh, I think to, like... A, the change up, which we covered on this very podcast and like, uh, it's somewhere in the fifties for episodes, which is a while ago now, almost a hundred, uh, him and Jason Bateman. They have a hilarious, hilarious dynamic in that movie. I mean, Ryan Reynolds and free guy, even as recently as free guy, his brand of comedy is just that sarcastic, quick witted,
1: mm-hmm. hit you
0: in the face with it and just keep <laughs> fucking with you. Like I, I, I love it. And, I mean, far and away a funnier character than Spider Man. There's there's no doubt about it. Uh and if this if we were strictly talking, you know, last last five, six years. I'd I take, take Deadpool you. over Peter Parker, but we're not. Yeah. Uh therefore it, it's gotta go to
1: Peter Parker. Deadpool honestly could uh take out the MCU if he wanted to. He doesn't in the comics, which isn't you know, like a guy that just can't die. Um Pretty OP. Uh, pre- I don't know, just, uh, I, uh, I think there's what if season two, hopefully if Deadpool's introduced in the MCU before what if season two, I would love to see some what if with Deadpool just because like happy. the concept of a guy who's just, he can't die, you know, he, like
0: he can just be he, around in any story.
1: If you like even decapitating him doesn't kill him, right?
0: No, he – literally like, in Deadpool 2, he explodes his body. Yeah,
1: like literally – yeah, At like he can be reduced to atoms basically. Thanos could reduce him to atoms still and he could come back. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, he's a – I don't know. I love Deadpool. It's a perfect character for the MCU, and I can't wait until he's like interacting with our other – and they've already confirmed stuff, that yeah.
0: Deadpool three will be an R rated film under mm. Disney. So that's I'm glad that's, they're
1: keeping it that way. Yeah,
0: I'm glad. I'm glad they're doing that too. I mean, like, and by no means do these movies have to be R rated or anything. They'll do a good job no matter what. I think. However, the character Deadpool, as he's been presented to us so far, lends himself to an R rating. <laughs> uh,
1: it makes so the movie think... funnier too. Allows yeah, them to be it a does. lot more funny. So I'm, it uh, does.
0: Oh, and I mean, like, have you seen that, uh, there's this TikTok going around of, uh, MCU characters being asked to fuck Mary Kill? Mm. It's like, it's like the actors on a red carpet, like, and they're like, oh, well, we can't say that. Like, this is, this is a Disney, this is a Disney movie for kids. Like, and, and then like, it's cutting through all of them and Tom Holland's like, fuck Mary Kill. Like, (laughs) like, picks who he'd fuck Mary and kill. Nice. (laughs) So nice. I think I think that uh, if you if you let if you let Peter Parker go like seep over into a Deadpool uh, mm. movie somehow it could be really funny,
1: uh, just like but, polar opposites. At, oh yeah, like, yeah. But I think it'd be funny to Peter... see them rub
0: off on each other a little mm. bit, <laughs> uh. Which I know Deadpool would make some sick joke out of, but
1: uh, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I'm excited for the future of Deadpool. That's for sure. Uh. You know, the future of Spider-Man I'm obviously excited for. but well, I
0: mean, that one's a lot more present. And by the time this uh, episode has come out, uh, the second trailer will have been released for Spider-Man No Way Home a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but as we speak, it is the day of the second Spider-Man No Way Home trailer releasing. Uh, but we're a couple hours away from it. so
1: Still Not out, just checked just making we'll, sure. So like we will have
0: talked about it at some point on the podcast a couple of weeks back. I can't say yet cuz I'm not there yet doing some time traveling. Uh planning ahead and shit. Uh oh yeah, another disclaimer with this with this bracket. Uh no Eternals involved. And the reason uh is truly that we had not seen the movie at the time that we started the bracket. However, I'm going to write it off to not wanting to have any recency bias because Mm. I can tell you for sure a couple characters would have made it deep into this bracket fresh off of viewing that movie Um, like deep. And frankly, I, we need to let those characters breathe before I can make a rational decision on whether or not they should make it deep in this, uh, deep into this bracket. Uh, So I feel comfortable with leaving them out for now. Uh, Mm -hmm. But fuck i love all those characters bro like all of them would have made it and they would have taken up they would have taken up almost a fucking sixth of the bracket like
1: it's it's so hard like i hate to say like i think it's my favorite thing marvel's released this year other than what if what if like it was just right up my alley perfect for me I loved it. It's my favorite thing Marvel's put out this year for sure. Yeah. Maybe even last year too. Like I love what if, but Eternals like just hit a nerd. Like it just hit all the boxes. And I feel like, I I don't know. I don't know if I like it more than Shang-Chi or not. And that's like where I'm struggling. Like leveling those two movies is like, which one do I hold higher? Eternals or Shang-Chi right now?
0: And if you want more on that discussion, head to episode 144 a few weeks back where we discussed the Eternals at length with our friend Aurora Carter, mm-hmm. uh, where we just mm. – I'm in awe of that movie, and I can't wait to talk about it. I have I have my gripes, too, because I do think uh, – yeah, more on that on episode mm-hmm. 144. True, true. Go check that out. Go check that out. Uh, but yeah, so the one-seed Spider-Man defeats the five-seed Deadpool and moves on to the Elite Eight. Uh Where he will face either a two seed or a three seed in the Scarlet Witch versus the Hulk Ooh. Now, this is the one this is one where the disclaimer I gave at the beginning is very it's very important, important. <laughs> uh comics history wise you probably go Hulk that's a more iconic character. it's obvious it's the Hulk. Everyone know Hulk smash.
1: Everyone know Hulk smash.
0: Everyone know Hulk smash. However. The power of WandaVision alone is
1: immense. Like. Yeah. If we're going and, on and, screen... then you, and
0: then you factor in infinity war. Okay. Okay. Then you factor in end game and you're like, okay. Wow, and then you factor in Civil War, and you're like, okay, this is getting. And then you factor in Age of Ultron, and frankly, Wanda Maximoff is one of the best characters in the entire MCU. Cannot say the same for Hulk. Hulk rocks. Hulk's dope.
1: They did. He ain't dirty. Wanda though. They did. He Hulk ain't dirty. Wanda though. Um, Wanda, for one, is just way more of an interesting character than Hulk. They could have made the Hulk a way more interesting character if they, you know, dealt with more of uh, his eternal, like internal conflict with the Hulk. And, and that, Bruce, we still like, got
0: time. We still got yeah, time. Maybe true. we'll get around to it. She Hulk
1: coming up. She Hulk coming up. And like you know, I guess we can. I'm comfortable, like uh, already saying Scarlet Witch is winning this one, so I'm saying I like my My vote, to my Hulk.
0: vote casts yeah. for Scarlet Witch.
1: I think it's. This is the closest matchup that is the clearest winner, in my opinion. Like, uh, it just on screen, the Hulk isn't very strong. Um, they could, like, I just, I wish they would have done a lot more with this character. Um, but recently, talking about the Hulk, um, in the one of... I guess, I don't know, maybe I don't want to, because it is a post-credit scene, uh, Shang-Chi, but I guess it's out on Shang-Chi's Disney+. Shang-Chi's available so. on Disney+,
0: Plus now. Spoilers are fair game, sorry. Spoilers for Shang-Chi ahead.
1: Um, just a uh, post-credit scene. Um, won't say what the situation is, but Bruce shows up in just Bruce form. You know, he's not the, the he's mix. He's not Professor Hulk. He's not Professor Hulk, he's not Hulk, he's just Bruce, uh, which is interesting. Um. Whether I have they're not
0: considered that.
1: Yeah. Whether they're going with like the conflict between them is over and they can just kind of freeform however they want, or whether it was just they didn't want to pay the money to put Professor Hulk in just a post credit scene and you know, like maybe they're not thinking of the logistics there, you know, with this. Like Yeah. I really think like that his character just gets tossed aside. Like uh I don't know. That's how I feel every time I watch. You know anything? Oh, it that absolutely Bruce does.
0: Like, and like we've referenced this every week that we've talked about this, but like there's no better example of his character getting tossed aside than when he told them he tried to commit suicide, and everybody was just like, "All right, well, back to the task at hand, then." Um, yeah. like that was like a literal on-screen representation of the character being tossed aside, and uh, they, I mean, like. They turn it into something fun, but at the Age of Ultron, the end of Age of Ultron, again, they literally toss him aside by sending him onto a Quinjet into the deep universe,
1: like... Because he had to. Like, at that point, like, they needed to just send his character away. Like, I think they realize, like, shit, like, we kind of missed the bag here. Um, just send him away, we'll bring him back when we know what to do with him And Ragnarok, like... They he was awesome strong. in Ragnarok. Pro, yeah. Like yeah. he was like that that was I think his best performance, you know, wasn't Ragnarok. It was more f- a fun movie. It just I think this is the Hulk that Marvel was going for. Um I will say could. if
0: there's any movie that kind of captured the the inner conflict of Hulk well, it was Ultron. Mm-hmm. Uh the way that, you know, uh Natasha's always, you know, the sun's getting real low, buddy holds his hand eases it like and they try to expand on that that love story a little bit in that movie and doesn't that, that one never really hit right it just like they never really did it did mm. what needed to be done there it all just felt it just felt a little and like especially after age of ultron whenever she pushes him down and the hulk is forced to come out and she's like but i need him mm-hmm. and it's like damn i feel you but like ah, rough yeah. messaging here
1: Yeah, Um, Bruce really, uh, I feel really bad for Bruce. Like, even his uh, epic moment in the first Avengers movie where he goes, I'm always angry, like, kind of doesn't really make sense when you think about it and really isn't, like, that cool of a reveal. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, I really feel bad for his character. They could have done a lot more. And the, the first movie kind of throws a wrench into things, the changing of the actor, you know, like, it's kind of just a a weird thing in the MCU, but comic wise, if they just gave him a fraction of what the Hulk is like in the comics, like would be way better. But he's not. Well, being and like, there's to. still
0: the possibility we can go there because, I mean, it, they showed like Mark Ruffalo seems very in. Like, mm. yeah he's very down to play Hulk for a while.
1: And he knows Uh, like a lot of the Marvel secrets too. Like he's in on like one of the tight circles, like mm -hmm. uh, even though he likes to spoil some stuff uh, in the past, I think he's like, I think now he like with all of his other people that he acted with leaving. And he's like, he's like going to be the the old guy that stays there that knows all of, you know, the past experiences and stuff. Um, it's
0: him and Chris Hemsworth, baby.
1: Yeah, is he confirmed to be in like She-Hulk at all? Like, is yes, he, he was okay. a part
0: of the sizzle reel for uh, for She-Hulk. That's he good. he appeared testing the woman. That's right. Who is She-Hulk? Jennifer Walters or Walters? Um, yeah. So he, he's definitely coming back, and hopefully, in that, we get a little bit more of an expansion on the Hulk dynamic because he's not the only one who has to deal with it anymore. Um. So maybe they kind of bond in that and oh. figure out how to figure out how to live with it through each other a little bit. Uh, it could be it could be really interesting because while he's training her, he could also be learning a lot about himself, sort of thing. You know what I'm saying?
1: I dig. Yeah. Hopefully, I these uh shows like they do, do, do a- so
0: much justice to these characters. Yes, dude. and like- that's the reason. That's the reason Wanda's moving on here. It's crazy because I gave her all that credit for Ultron, Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. I never would have got there without WandaVision. Exactly. You know what I'm saying?
1: WandaVision makes you realize how great of a character she's always been. Like, she seemed like a side character because we were watching Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, like, fight Ultron. Like, you know, she seemed like a side character. She was initially. But, like... You don't think about her story that much. You get this deep dive of a show. You literally go into her childhood. The vision she has, you know, like, we get her, like, origin story, basically. Yeah. Like, once you have all of that information, going back, watching those movies just makes the – like, elevates the character even higher, you know, like.
0: Oh, absolutely does. And I can't wait for the Hulk to potentially get something like that because, Mm -hmm. frankly – Y'all, I, they're not gonna, I don't think they're gonna do another shot at a Hulk movie. I think, I think if She-Hulk goes well, perceived well, we have a better chance than ever that Mark Ruffalo will get his own Hulk series. Because uh, why the, Hulk, historically, like Lou Ferrigno, had, had a Hulk TV show. Hulk was a cartoon. Hulk makes sense as a TV show type of thing, like... It can be played out so much better in that medium, I feel like, than a, a than a movie can do it justice. Uh, so
1: many cool Hulk storylines too, like where he's the only one left and he just gets mad, depressed, or like uh world ender Hulk, world Planet like Hulk. just like you know, just Hulk that can sneeze and blow up a universe. I, like I don't know, but uh, uh, I'm I'm excited for the future of Hulk. Um, definitely more tuned into the future of Wanda though. Oh, yeah,
0: that's going to be much more compelling in the near future, and therefore, Wanda is the more exciting character here, and Wanda will be moving on. Therefore, we have Wanda winning over the Hulk. Wanda advancing to this here, Elite 8. So, on to the next matchup, where we have a 2 versus a 3. And what is... Personally, the toughest matchup for me: uh, two versus three. Black Panther versus Wolverine. Now,
1: I don't know where. Like, I don't know what my answer is right now.
0: No, I have zero clue. I'm actually this is the most clueless I am. I've been I'm the thinking... whole the whole tournament. Uh, All the way back to the first part of the Rounds of 64. I'm uh, thinking... This is, the, this is the worst. This is the worst.
1: Let's just go Black Panther. He's been in, obviously, his own movie since Civil War.
0: Infinity War, Infinity in War and
1: Endgame. Game. Um, Wolverine. Obviously, all the X-Men. Logan... Logan is kind of, and, and like the iconicism of Wolverine. Like, if I have a gut reaction, it's kind of Wolverine. But, like, as a character, though, and like, I, oof, I love the character of Black Panther more than I love the character of Wolverine. Um, especially with his what if, um, that possibility, like that Black Panther.
0: I guess is, what we should be saying is T'Challa. True.
1: Yeah, not, yeah, not, yeah, that's not true.
0: strictly T'Challa. Black Panther T'Challa, but T'Challa Star Lord and shit like that. Like, there's so much, there's a lot to consider here. Uh, now, the, the, the problem I have is that Wolverine, th- my love for Wolverine goes back to early, early, early childhood. Far and away, one of my favorite superheroes of all time, right there next to Spider Man and Batman for me, was Wolverine. So, Uh, I didn't get familiar with black Panther until a few, uh, like a little bit later, whenever, uh, I got, I got like action figures of black Panther and stuff. I didn't know who he was or what the character was, but I had a black Panther action figure and uh, I thought it looked dope. So I loved playing with that action figure. So quickly, I mean, like when you're a kid, the reasons you decide your favorite characters or your favorite characters are complete nonsense uh, I decided my favorite athletes based on what their names were. Mm. How cool is your name? Do I like your name? Yeah. There's a reason Dante Culpepper was one of my favorite <laughs> quarterbacks of all time. And it was because his name was Culpepper. I don't know.
1: Fair. Uh, yeah, I chose.
0: Yeah, When I saw that Black Panther costume mm. as a child, I was like, okay, yeah, this is fucking cool. And then – the moment Black Panther had. Ah, It's Black Panther. It it is Black Panther for me. Like, I love Wolverine so fucking much, and I hate to see him go here, but it's the Black Panther. And, like, I... Wolverine's had impact, to be sure. Kept Marvel alive for years there with the X-Men. Um... And those movies are fantastic. And Logan is Logan one of the best comic book movies I've ever seen in my life. It's like top three for me in terms of what I think what the best comic book movies are. But he never had the cultural impact that T'Challa had in 2018. That's the moment. True. The moment that the Black Panther had in those, in the first six months of 2018, because of Black Panther releasing in February and then Infinity War following it, then, oh, I guess that was the next year. Or wait, no, no, no. Infinity War would have been a year before the Black Panther.
1: Mm hmm.
0: What? No. No. 2018. No, I got it mixed up. They were one year apart, Infinity War and Endgame. Infinity War was a few months after Black Panther in May, or maybe even the first week of April. And then Endgame was the next year. Sorry, the pandemic fucks me up in terms of when it I'm... It throws
1: off the whole timeline. Because, like, really, I'm thinking,
0: yeah. like, I'm thinking like Endgame was 2020 for some reason, but that's just absolutely not the case. It was a whole year sooner, so I think Infinity War was two years earlier, but it's not... The fact that they did that turnaround, Infinity War 2018, and then a year later Endgame, fucking insane.
1: That, yeah. Yeah, that...
0: But yeah, the moment that, this, p- that yeah. T'Challa had there because because February and then April, T'Challa was a focus point of this, these movies.
1: The album, the movie, mm. every literally everything about this movie like was huge. Like, I'm trying to think of another Marvel release that's not a team up movie that was as big as this one. And No Way Home is going to be the only thing to come close. Like uh Yeah, yeah. Uh I am very comfortable pushing Black Panther through here. Um I I'm am like too. I'm... I, I
0: wanna give I wanna give Logan his moment though, yeah. because I'm gonna tell you, this is my favorite X-Men. And we do a monthly X-Men podcast because of how much I love the X-Men. Uh Wolverine. I think there's this just sadness. And anger, and the fact that he can overcome that sadness and anger and find a family in Charles Xavier and in Jean Grey and even in, like, Scott, mm-hmm. Scott Summers. Like, I think I think that it's a really compelling character, and I think that the movies have done him a really good justice.
1: Uh, Having Hugh Jackman helps, too. Oh, he, Hugh uh... Jackman's a god,
0: dude. I love Hugh Jackman. Yeah, he's, I love uh, Jackman to death.
1: Logan, like, that movie is so good. Like, just as a movie. Like, take out the superhero part. It doesn't, like, it's not a superhero movie. Like, that's... And a-
0: frankly, like, I've, I've been... I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Like, if they want to retire Logan, I'm cool with that. Make the MCU's Weapon X and Wolverine Laura Kinney. That'd be dope, too. Like,
1: because Hugh Jackman like,
0: did such a good job with that character. And obviously, the characters out there, I want them to reinterpret it because it's the MCU. Fuck it. I'm here for it. But, like, I would get it if they were just like, actually, we're just going to do Laura Kenny. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, because, because Hugh Jackman did dominate that role and was iconic in it
1: like all Hugh Jackman's Wolverine look is almost like as iconic of the character as like the yellow and blue like oh yeah like suit like the yellow and blue suits more iconic well yeah
0: historically it's more iconic there's I no mean, doubt but on, to a 2000s dude. kid to a 2000s kid
1: you mentioned it's Wolverine, probably more iconic the first thing the that pops blue. in someone's mind now when they hear Wolverine is Hugh Jackman the sideburns the hair, like that's what the wife,
0: you, the white, wife, white, exactly. and that's the,
1: what you think the cigar. of cigar. Like, mm-hmm. And, uh, I love Wolverine. I'm finally getting back into the X-Men, um, watching the movies again. So I'm like rediscovering. Um, all these characters. Well, hey, again. If, uh, if
0: Aurora's cool with it, I'd love to have you on as many Mutants Monthly as possible because the more the merrier when we're talking X Men, that shit's just mm-hmm. so much fun.
1: Yeah, she's basically my like X Men expert right now. And, uh, as she I'm knows watching that shit yeah.
0: front to fucking back, like yeah, she, she knows does. it better than I do. And I love the X Men, dude. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was like, whenever she wants, she, po- she was the one who came up with the idea, even. She was like, she, like, we, we workshopped it a little bit, but. I was, like, absolutely in whenever she wanted to do it. Man, um,
1: it's great. I uh, didn't expect Wolverine to, like, get out in the Sweet 16, but... This nah, is-
0: here's the thing. I didn't either. Uh, I was going to fight for Wolverine really hard until, like... There's this soft spot for T'Challa that, like, exists for a really obvious reason. It's sad that it exists for that reason, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like, I can't possibly take what we've seen in those X-Men movies, which are objectively not that good. I mean, they're solid, but they're not good. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) they do Wolverine solid, but they don't do a lot else solid. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and they don't, and there are times where they don't even do Wolverine all that solid. Hugh Jackman's just saving it. Um. Whereas T'Challa time and again has been T'Challa on screen as we have seen him and Chadwick Bozeman It doesn't get better. It doesn't get mm. better than Chadwick Bozeman. So you got to go to T'Challa here. It's just the obvious. It's just the obvious choice. And uh, sorry to see Wolverine go, but it had, it had to happen that way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it did. simply did. This is uh Oh no next
0: one's next one's fun because uh I'll explain mm-hmm. we got a one versus a four an Iron Man versus Sam Wilson now it's time for me to confess something
1: okay
0: you know post end game, I'm feeling really high on Tony Stark, you know. I'm loving Tony Stark, obviously. How could you not? I'm and after the endgame, I I look back and I appreciate everything Tony Stark has done to get to this point and I appreciate his arc all the more because of it. I didn't like Tony Stark until that though.
1: That's fair. No, like I it's either like uh it's truly you side with Cap or Tony. Like that, it, it kind of people fall into two camps. Did you like like you liked Cap, correct? Well, like-
0: here is the thing: is that like I, growing up, I like I liked Cap more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Tony was cool, but I thought he was a dick, which I didn't like. I thought Cap, like I thought Steve Rogers was like an like an honest good dude. And the more I've become uh, a little bit more politically savvy, and the more I've learned and stuff, I'm absolutely with Tony. Uh, mm. These. Like if there were superheroes flying around doing whatever the fuck they want, I'd go they need to be kept in check because like they can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, like That's a boy like... situation. Yeah, like they gotta they gotta be kept in check in some way, shape, or form. However, I'm I'm not all in on the fact that our government is the best way to keep them in check. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a really complicated balance, and I see where Steve Rogers is coming from, you know? I mean, he was born in, born in the fucking 20s. He's grew up through World War II. Obviously, he's gung-ho. Yo, we need our freedoms. I, I get to do whatever the fuck I want because I'm doing what's right,
1: mm.
0: you know? And if I'm doing what's right, why should you stop me? I get that, too. However, that is insanely white. That is so insanely white. Like, just consider for a moment anyone else trying to do that. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. immediately shot down. And I mean like the fact that the fact that Cap was wanted and like like as far back as the Winter Soldier and stuff, like He was on the Lamb, and like he had to go undercover, and like he broke the he broke the Sokovia Accord. So like we don't see him again until Infinity War. Like he's he's in hiding. He's on the Lamb. Like if that happened to him, they would have been coming for anybody else's neck. That's true. Yeah. So like there is a balance. Like I do. I. Growing up, I did think it was there was kind of two camps of you were either a fan of Captain America or either a fan of Tony Stark. You were typically not getting a lot of, yeah, I kind of like both of them. It was kind of usually one one was like that guy's kind of a douchebag, that guy's a goody goody, fuck both of or fuck. Civil one War the
1: other. definitely like solidified camp like uh, it felt like well whether it, like before Civil War, I think like. There was kind of like a already a divide between like Tony and and Cap that people had, but after Civil War, like the divide almost uh, it didn't really grow. It just uh, I don't know. It was like yes, there was Team Cap and Team Iron Man like that. Like literally, people were talking about it. Like it was Civil War. Like you're going to talk about it, but like it was a different like a different rivalry kind of like a different divide after well, civil war. It
0: became it be it's because there became parameters for like expressed outlines for what you were standing for if you enjoyed one character mm. or the other. So like before that it was just like do you like the dude who flies around in a suit who's a rich fuck boy kind of does whatever the fuck he wants a little bit of a douchebag, but he's come to some nice realizations. He's ultimately doing what's best. Or do you like the guy who was like uh worthy, you know, like, like, do you like the, the guy who is good mm-hmm. and does what is right all the time and is deserving. And ultimately I think that's the, that's the conundrum we're faced with here. It's basically with Sam Wilson versus this is, Captain
1: with Sam Wilson versus Iron Man. I mean, it's basically Captain America versus Iron Man here. Like it is it, Captain it, America it, versus it, yeah. Iron Man. Um, and, you know, part of me is like Iron Man started all of this. Robert Downey Jr.'s performance is Iron Man and he is Iron Man in real life. I love his character. I always have. But after. I did um a little ranking of every MCU movie. I and realized that
0: in episode 144, uh, Eternals,
1: I realized Iron Man 2 and 3 aren't not really, really that good. Um Iron Man 1 rocks. One of my favorite movies like it rocks. I love that movie. Um but I really only love Tony because of Infinity War and Endgame, I love Sam Wilson. His performance—I've
0: loved him since. On your left, mm. where he was like, nah, "No, don't you say it! Don't say it!" I loved that.
1: And Falcon and Winter Soldier is my favorite of the three shows to come out. Um, three live-action shows. It's the best, um, I'd say. And his character, like the future for sam wilson is amazing like he do this in 5 years sam wilson is like the uh is a one like seat. yeah he like he's becoming a i hope a crucial vital part of the mcu like well
0: they changed they changed like the disney plus marvel banner and he is front and center that's good marvel baby like he is he is the focal point right now he is the the beacon i think i hope they're not just uh kind of tokenizing it but instead actually actually admiring his character and doing him justice there's been recent uh shit on the internet about how uh the ceo of disney said that captain america 4 is really going to be sam wilson earning the title of captain america and it's like didn't he already what did we just do for six episodes so that that was kind of there's been some there's been some confusing sentiment around it mm. on disney's part which is a little alarming uh i i'm going to choose to read that quote as the falcon and the winter soldier is about sam expe- accepting being captain america while Captain America 4 is about America accepting Sam as Captain America.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, That's how I'm going to see it for now. I hope that's how it ends up playing out because, I mean, like, ultimately we get to the get to the end of uh, Captain America uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I'll just call it that for now. Uh, And I mean, like, you're naive as hell if you think Sam Wilson gets on news, makes that speech. And then immediately everybody in the country is like, I'm all in That's Sam Wilson, baby. No, I'm sorry. I hate it. I hate that this is the case, but that's absolutely not what would happen. Hmm. Uh, and frankly, like Isaiah Bradley has that conversation with him at the end of the Falcon and the winter soldier. He's like, you know, they'll never accept you. And, and, and Sam expressly says like, like, I I know, I, shit, I might die, but I've got to do this. So, like, I think they made it clear at the end of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier that America hadn't quite accepted Sam as Captain America yet. Sam had just accepted the title of Captain America. Um,
1: I mean, in the show, dude's just trying to get a loan, can't even get it. Steve Rogers walks into any bank... They're like, Hey, do you just want like a hundred K? Do you want? Yeah. Do you want to own us? Like, like, uh, it's, I, I'm totally with you as that movie. I will see it as not Sam earning the title because he's already earned the title.
0: He's already earned it. Um, he's already earned it.
1: Yeah. No doubt in my mind about that. This is, I, I, I'm very, I hope that's what that movie is now
0: uh, like, yeah see that's the thing because uh, if if it truly is like that was just such a horrible way to word that like such a horrible phrasing there in him earning the title of Captain America it's America accepting him as Captain America is what it is it's not he already earned it that's been done uh, it's the accepting that needs to needs to happen uh, so that's that's where my head is at, and I think that's what he... I'm hoping that's what they meant. Uh, I, I, I guess we'll see come Captain America 4. All this to say, I personally enjoy Sam Wilson more than I like Tony Stark. However, you can't understate the value of him being in the first movie and doing the final snap. Like, it's like, obviously, this is the guy who they based the first 10 years of Marvel around. It's pretty fucking important. Um, it, it ultimately, it like, for me, I'm cool with whatever you want to do because I get that Iron Man probably should win. I personally enjoy Sam Wilson more, but I do see why Iron Man should win. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just kind of where I stand. So up, up to you as of right now,
1: I don't know. Like, um, (laughs) there is half of me that is like, Iron Man was my childhood and he was my guy. Like the brain guy, you know, like he's a dick, obviously. Like, I don't like, but it's part of his character to be arrogant and, and a dick in his arc, you know, he has an excellent arc. His arc is beautiful. Um, yeah he he's the one who snapped i mean hulk snapped and that's just another thing that they're tossing aside crazy that no one talks about the hulk snap obviously Tony's... we didn't even talk
0: about the hulk snap a yeah, little bit ago
1: um yeah that dude snapped. i
0: thought about it on multiple occasions but i was like we've talked about it every week might as well
1: that dude snapped and he really tried to bring that back but i think he did um i hope he did um they're just not showing that yet um every universe needs a gnat. without it the univer that world falls apart and the watcher saying that made me like hope that like there's going to be like a new resurgence of black widow ah oh, man maybe I would not love a scarjo but uh
0: cuz here's the thing i think that the stride we hit with the black widow movie ultimately i know that that's gotten a lot of shit online but i think it really did resonate with a lot of with a lot of people like and it made them love that character all the more and i think that we're in a place now obviously i don't know the uh, ins and outs of the litigation stuff that came down with scar joe and disney i don't know how that all ended up playing out uh but if they'd have her back i would absolutely love that and it is worth noting that on that new disney plus marvel banner she is she is right there Alongside Sam Wilson, Captain Marvel, Wanda Maximoff, Thor, like she's right there. So maybe, so maybe she's sticking around uh, in some capacity, but we shall see.
1: This one, I'm legitimately down to coin flip because that's what this is to me right now. I think in five years the clear winner is Sam Wilson, but right now as we're doing this bracket. It's it's I don't know if I could pick a winner. Like uh because every reason that I love Iron Man it's like I'm truly 50-50 here. Like I All right, then then
0: you want to know what? If we're this 50-50, the only thing holding us back is the idea that Iron Man should win. That's the only thing holding us back at this point. Frankly, what I'm getting from this conversation is that both of us want Sam Wilson to win. But the only thing holding us back is that is the idea that Iron Man should. I just uh, and therefore we got to go Sam Wilson. I'm
1: comfortable looking at how I actually enjoyed the character um, through the whole way out. I've never hated Sam Wilson. There have been times where I'm like, Tony, I don't know. Like, uh, so, right. it, it's just the nostalgia of Tony, it's childhood, you know, I'm, I love the brainy characters, the fact that he, he feels like the most real superhero, you know, most possible, even like this could, like, could be a thing, but, but you know who also could be a thing? Without this super serum part, but, uh. Or maybe, I don't know. I guess that, that's probably. He doesn't probably a have thing. the super serum. Oh my part. God. I didn't even think about that.
0: Sam Wilson is just a dude with a pair of wings.
1: Wow. All the – like, why, why have I thought in my head that this guy has super serum? Like,
0: never touched the stuff.
1: No. Oh. God, I love this character. Oh, my God. He's God. so cool. He's the best. No, like,
0: it's it's crazy how well he's aged, too. Like, the Falcon, this is, like, I'm officially out on the, it might be recency bias. It's not. This dude is just that good of a character at this point. Uh, And you know what? Therefore, down goes a one seed. Down goes a one seed to Sam Wilson, Captain America. a oh boy. And, this is I'm a deserved him, win.
1: This is a deserved win. I'm I'm win. proud of him. And man, these I'm... matchups are lining up just so So well. Come so on, well. Man. So this
0: will be part one of the Sweet Sixteen. Uh go over to part two of the Sweet Sixteen where we continue this conversation on uh the the, the next half of the bracket. We've got four more matchups on that side, eight more characters, uh four to say goodbye to. Um, this side's
1: harder. <laughs> the they side are the sides the side So head the next, over yeah.
0: <laughs> head over there right now and check it out this was the penny bloom podcast i was colton robertson and that was joseph george thank you very much homie
1: thank you for having me always a pleasure
0: head to twitter and follow at penny bloom pod where we are going to be laying out uh the the polls for you to vote on here uh you get to vote which characters you think are best on our twitter uh, then head to Instagram and follow at Penny Bloom podcast and, uh, hell yeah. Go check out sweet 16 part two. Do it right now. Peace, love and bloom and always praise Keanu Reeves, bitch. <laughs>